Good morning and welcome to Midbrow. I'm your host, Harrison Coford. We haven't been on for a while. It's good to be back. Um, we took a quick hiatus, but we are here with one of our first episodes in a running series that will not be made cons- consecutively, uh, but will be going over the course until December, probably. Sorry if you hear people talking in the background. There's some people doing work on the house here. Um, before we get started, I just want to give a shout-out to our advertising, which is 3Hive Record Lounge, located in Provo, Utah, at 50 East, 500 North, number 105, A4606. They have a complete inventory of used and new records from mainstream artists such as Drake and Migos to more underground or indie bands such as Swans. Um, yeah, I love 3Hive. I go there a lot. Um, Sam, the owner, is really cool. We had him on here once. Uh, you can also shop online at shop.3hive.com. Fantastic inventory. Um, I think it's important to support uh, local record places or a- anywhere that sells physical media that's near you. I think it's important to shop there. I don't buy vinyl on Amazon anymore. I only buy from there because I want to support them as much as I can because it's a really cool institution. So, yeah, 3Hive uh, Record Lounge. Pretty sweet. I'm going to go talk to Kennedy Coford and Jordan Wilson, two of my other hosts, and Bryce actually comes halfway through, and we're going to be discussing Star Wars for today. So, yeah, talk to you right after the jump. All right, here we are. Um, thank you for adding the Kim Possible theme song for the background. Um, now, Jordan Kennedy here, who are my only other hosts for this episode, because this one will be a little bit smaller, shorter than yeah. usual, but it's kicking off a season of different episodes. Now, these episodes, this, the theme of this episode won't carry over to every episode after this, but it will be recurring for a season of uh, our uh, midbrow time until the end of the year we should probably tell them that we've been on like a quick hiatus just with everyone traveling out of town yeah. and stuff but we're back yeah we uh we took a quick we took a summer vacation but now we're back at least doing one episode a week i travel out of town every day jordan's traveling all the time it's it's a burden on him but he's gonna perk up in a moment when he <laughs> finds out what the theme is now jordan and kendy but neither of them know what the theme is no for today's episode it is star wars the first of many Discussions about Star Wars, but I thought it would be nice to have an opportunity to talk to you two, mostly Jordan. <laughs> Kennedy, you're allowed to be here as well and discuss it too, but a, a, a personal reflection of Star Wars as we start having episodes specifically about different film, Star Wars films and theories and whatnot as we wait, lean into wait, the so nerdiness. When, says, when you say this won't continue... But oh no 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 her? no! Oh, it's it. We're so like next episode won't be about Star Wars, but like maybe the one after that. Uh, like we're gonna have a lot of Star Wars episodes before Rise of Skywalker comes out. Mm. But they're not. It's not like here till Christmas is only Star Wars. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But this is the first I mean, one of many. Be. It could be. I mean, <laughs> should it so I, much? You would have to t- take the head of like these episodes at some point because I'd run out of material because I'd be like, I, I have no idea what happening. You'll be like, well, we haven't even gotten into the second Clone War. <laughs> <laughs> I want the audience to know that. Jordan, as Harrison said, Star Wars 
this grin just crept across his face, and he was just smiling so proud. I've been waiting for this. I had endured like 20 stupid Marvel episodes. You did, and you were a good sport. And he was a good sport. I enjoy Marvel. It's it's good to be to remember this. Okay, so I'm going to jump into some of the questions. These are questions just for discussion. Okay. For us to be all all talk about them, and Kennedy, you can answer as well. Well, I hope. Um, (laughs) uh, Actually, Kennedy, let's start with you, then we'll go to Jordan, so Jordan can gather his thoughts. Kennedy, what was your first personal experience with Star Wars? I don't even need to gather my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's start with you. I remember I was being. I was being. I was either three or four years old, and I think we had just moved to our house in Eugene. We lived in a townhome before that, and we were going through Walmart. I think it was me, my dad. I can't remember if any brother's siblings were there. And but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm kidding. There was no one else there, so far as you're concerned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was just me and the uh, the. I don't think it was newly released, but it was pretty recently released digitally remastered gold edition box set of the original trilogy. I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and my dad saw that and was like, getting this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went home and watched it and it was love at first sight. Wait, so and how old be. were you? I was like three or four. Oh. But you it's saw A New Hope first. Yeah. That's the thing. Because Phantom Menace wasn't even out. No. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. I, I, I didn't see A New Hope first. I remember I went back and watched A New Hope after I'd seen like Empire. Um mm. I was like, this is cool, but I'm kind of missing the background of some of these characters. <laughs> but uh, I was like, Vader's sick. That's why I remember my first time I watched Star Wars. Kenny, what about you? My first memory of Star Wars, and I don't know, like, the context of it. I just remember that that scene where Boba Fett falls into the pit, and it's, like, the pit with the spines and, like, the teeth. I don't know the name of it. The you, Sarlacc? I knew you knew the name. But, like, I don't ever remember, like, watching it beforehand or anything. I just remember that scene being very distinct that somehow it, like, imprinted on my memory that I was like, oh, this is freaky. This is my first Star Wars memory. I'm sorry, it's not a great... No, it's good. Epic story like Jordan. That's from Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. So, interesting. We watched them out of order. I don't know why Mom and Dad didn't have them... Have us watch them. Do you in think order. they had him playing one time, just like in the background, and that's like we tuned Boy, into like, it, and then they're like, too. "Oh, let's we can watch." Because we had them on VHS and DVD. I remember, I for some reason I found our New Hope VHS, and I would watch that instead of the DVD version we had. I remember it had being, Yoda on the front of it, or no, 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 sorry, it had uh, a stormtrooper on the front of it. Yoda's on Empire or Return of the Jedi. I remember being at Nanny and Papa's house, and like their little TV that they had in the basement. I remember they had, like, Godzilla, and then they had Star Wars. They had, like, all these VHS movies oh, yeah. Yeah. that we'd just watch. The VHS generation is interesting. Yeah, totally dead now. Yeah, totally dead. And I remember watching A New Hope later, the digital remastered one, and I was just like, this is weird. I haven't seen that. That's, that looks <laughs> a lot different than You're like, wait, what I thought. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. And what enhanced the experience with the digital remastered, it had the commentary beforehand, at least the golden edition. <laughs> yeah, though. yeah. And so it was, like, He's George like, Lucas and, like, edition. all those people yeah, yeah. being, like, oh, yeah, here's how we, like, fix this, and this is how we film this, and, like, look at all these props that we did, all these practical effects with, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. It's really cool. So even when you were young, you wanted to know, like, how they did it. I was a nerd. <laughs> yes. You are born that way. But that was, you were yeah. definitely born that way. Had yeah. you done anything else like that with another show? Like, had you watched, like, Indiana Jones or another thing and watched, like, behind the scenes and wanted to know? Or was it specifically Star Wars that, would, like, awakened this nerd in you. I think it was Star Wars, yeah. I don't, I don't really think... there. I mean, 
I'll kind of go deeper into the MCU also, but not as much. Okay. Yeah, it's really like it's not all. It's really of. easy to go deep in the MCU because they have twenty four films and yeah. like, <laughs> there's and they're released in theaters and they're great movies. So it's really easy to like go deep, quote unquote. All you have to do is watch them. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, with Star Wars, I think it's interesting because like it has like probably the biggest fan following of anything. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the only thing that would rival it would maybe be Lord of the Rings, but like. But I don't know. I don't. Star Wars is continuing. A a good way to to gauge that, and I've looked into this. Go on to the, uh, the uh, what is it called? The fandom Wikipedia, not fandom. Wikipedia. Yeah, like Wikipedia, for this the Star Wars one. See like how many paid, how many articles there are and whatnot. How many members? Then you go to like the Lord of the Rings fandom wiki and you can see how many paid articles there are and whatnot. Smeagol leaks? Yeah. Smeagol leaks. <laughs> I mean, for the book. <laughs> so gross. My leak lunch. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. Um, that is gross. But, so why do you think, why do you think it is that Star Wars has a huge fan following? I don't know. What, what's so attractive to you guys about it? For me, lightsabers. Like, I, honestly, yeah. that's the coolest weapon I've ever seen in a movie. It really is. And, I don't know, space, they make it, I've never seen space cooler than in Star Wars films. It's never yeah. cooler. Yeah, they make it really cool. They have lightsabers, they have the force. Yeah. I think... It's magic in space. Yeah. It's like, amazing. It's so cool. Yeah. For some reason, for me, those are two very different types of, like, nerddoms and, like, geekiness, you know? Like, Star Wars, for me, feels like it's a little bit more culturally acceptable. Oh, yeah. Where, like, Lord of the Rings, there's, like, a little bit of a stigma, like... Oh, that's like a D and D, like oh wizards. Well, like, think, you know, there's like something weird about the medievalness. But then we accept people who accept who want like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, but like futuristic. You know, I know yeah. a lot more people who don't like Lord of the Rings than those who don't like Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like Lord of the Rings is like because they're books, and because the books are dense and kind of hard to read, uh, because they kind of are boring at some points. It's a little bit easier to watch a movie and be like, this is sick, than be like, mm-hmm. alright, I'm done learning about elves. I also think... <laughs> Reads like a textbook. I think Star Wars is a little bit more, like, general population friendly. Because, like, yeah. a, any person could watch Star Wars and understand, like, the mythology of it. Where I feel like Lord of the Rings, it's like, you have to... Look up stuff, or and you're like, wait a minute, who are elves and orcs? There's like so many things introduced. Where Star Wars, that's a choice if you want to go like that deep. Like that's Jordan's choice. Yeah. But like that he makes every day. Yeah. (laughs) You can be. I'd never look back. You can be a casual fan of it. Where I feel like Lord of the Rings, it's not so much lends itself to be casual fandom. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I uh, I think it's well. Also, like Lord of the Rings fans I've met. They're kind of gatekeepers. And I'm going to be honest, I, I've never met a gatekeeper of Star Wars. So the closest thing is you, but you don't gatekeep. You like everyone to, to like, <laughs> I, please come I in. I floodgate. But you, yeah, <laughs> you floodgate, but you're also like, here, read this pamphlet. <laughs> like, learn more. Uh, it's, have, but, have you heard about our Lord, Lord and Savior, the Force? The Force? <laughs> have, you, have you accepted Darth Vader as, your, as the enemy, yet also hero of the galaxy? <laughs> I think, I, I feel like whenever I talk to Lord of the Rings fans, I'm always like, oh, but you don't know this? Oh, you haven't seen this? You haven't read the movies or the books? I'm just like... See, that's why I don't like talking to you people. It's almost... Harry Potter is almost the same way, but I feel like everyone's read Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter is like... You're ostracized if you haven't read it. Where yeah. Star Wars are like... It's a cultural well, let phenomenon. us tell you this, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But then yeah. Lord of the Rings, it's almost like... It's a little more like stuck up, I feel like. 
I don't know. I don't know. That's just. I wouldn't say stuck. I, I think stuck I think you could definitely be a casual fan of Lord of the Rings because like if you've like just seen the films and watched yeah. the films, like they're great films and you enjoy them. But they're kind of hard to follow. Yeah, I mean, there is like a lot of stuff like beneath the surface of the films that you'd have to really dive into the lore to actually understand. There's also an element of like I've always been. I I mean I I'm nerdy in the sense of like rap and like alternative music and like yeah. film like French <laughs> film directors I could talk about for days but like I've never been nerdy in the sense of like like I don't know like Wiccans and stuff like that so Wiccans I, I, they, they seem nerdy to me <laughs> um, and so I've never like really uh, thought much about like fantasy stuff fiction stuff but I always am attracted to sci-fi more than fantasy yeah because of because like this, the future and like space that's cool there's nothing cool about like a like a shack and like hobbits running around barefoot and bad hygiene. Like there's nothing like there's nothing like attractive to me. You about are that. your mother's son. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, what I like is like all of the ships and the different tech yeah. of Star Wars more than I would like like I don't know Gandalf's robes that he doesn't change out of for three movies. I also um, think I was just thinking about this about like why Star Wars might be a be- like no I'm not saying a better fandom I'm going to correct that because we have a lot of friends who like Lord of the Rings. Like all of our Lord of the Ring friends aren't here for this episode. <laughs> yeah, they would be. That's why we're having this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it also, if you think about it, it's a lot smaller group of core characters for you to root for. So yeah. it's less confusing. Like when you watch Lord of the Rings, it's a whole. It's like what eight or nine people. It's a yeah. whole like party who's going, and yeah. you're like. It's hard to keep track because they're all, like, bearded men. Like, for me, <laughs> the whole time watching it, I'm like, is Who's that guy who? human? Yeah. Is, who, is that, like, oh, guy the, the white king? guy in the beard and then the other white guy in the beard. And then, so, the tall white guy in the beard, yeah. Where, like, Star Wars, you have... <laughs> and the five short guys without beard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have Han, Leia, and um, Luke. Like, those are your core three. And then you have circling people who are... Chewbacca. Che- oh, and Chewbacca. Would you consider Chewbacca a leading role? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Those are, I'm like, glad. your four leading ones, and they're very distinct. And then, like, if you look at the prequels, it's Anakin, Obi-Wan, Yoda. Kinda like, Padme. Yeah, kind of goes into Windu that. Mace Windu is the most underrated Star Wars character of all time. This is so true. Just throwing that out there. He's my favorite Star Wars character. But it's, so like, you really have cool. these core people that you relate to that it's not hard to <laughs> you follow. You need to read the Mace Windu books. I will. That, those are books I will read. Like, I was not going to be sick. Except for Lord and Savior Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna be a shirt I make. Uh, I'll I teach promise you Shatterpoint and Paypad. It's just Samuel Jackson doing his little. But it's like, but it's like really poorly photoshopped robes. That's, on top that's, of him. that's literally like the cover of the Shatterpoint novel. It's him going like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your favorite Star Wars film and why? So I'm gonna go through which ones there are from our listeners. I'm gonna go in chronological. I'll go in order of release. So we have Star Wars. Which, do you, do you guys know what the original title of Star Wars was? It was from The Adventures of Luke Skywalker or something like that. Yes, it was. Wow, you got that spot on. I learned that today, <laughs> researching for this episode. Um, yeah, it's like uh, the, the Chronicles of Sky, uh, Luke Skywalker from the Scrolls of Will, like volume one, Star Wars. Who's Will? Wills, like it was like the a Force W-H-I-L-L-S. Oh, I was thinking... You know like, those, they're in the Clone Wars. I was like... Will, and then I immediately thought, like, well, George Lucas is like, I'll go by Will well, for this. That's another thing that's weird about Star Wars is that there's, like, a lot of mythology part of it that I have always assumed the fans just made, 
And Lucasfilm was like, okay, I guess we're going to accept yeah. this. But a lot of this is actually from George Lucas originally. Yeah. Like, like, from the outset, he had this stuff planned out. Yeah. And, like, he would work with, you know, the book writers and comic artists and whatnot. That's like, sick. I, he was basically, like, the head advisor. That's awesome. For, like, all those projects. I, mean, I don't know if it's all of them, but for a lot of them, yeah. That's so a lot awesome. of it is his vision. That's awesome. But, okay, that's cool. Sorry, I was just mesmerized <laughs> by that. That's, that's actually kind of noble. People should respect that more. Not noble, but that's pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> I would never imagine like, George was, Lucas is. I was like, yeah, guy. it's noble. He Why not? He should be knighted. Um, so, Star Wars, which is which was later renamed Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope. Which was that when Empire came out? It was named Four. Uh, was it, it was a year after Return of the Jedi came out. Okay, I he's believe. like no, uh, maybe a little bit later than that. Either or way. It might have been a year after Empire came out. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, The Best Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Attack of the Clones is, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. It begins and it ends. Um, in my opinion, the prequels get better upon release. So Phantom Menace is worse. Then Attack well, of the Clones. I say Attack of the Clones is worse. I, I like the the fight scene in Attack of the Clones. Well, I guess I like the pod racing scene in Phantom Menace. So this is not what we're talking about, though. Um, <laughs> so no, this is pod racing. This is pod racing. This, po- this is podcast pod racing. So I'm now just saying this is endless- podcasting. Oh, and that's now our new. How did you not get that? I well, I don't know. I didn't put it together. <laughs> I'm thinking about the releasing of these movies. Then, um, Force Awakens, Rogue One. Uh, oh, and then Last Jedi and ha- and Solo. Mm-hmm. Soon to be joined by Rise of Skywalker, and then like six other movies that are possibly rumors that when Disney Plus is released, there will be a Kenobi movie. I I pray that I pray, Dude, and I pray it's and, Ewan and it's, McGregor. Yeah, if it's not Ewan, like I'm not watching. Didn't Ewan McGregor say like you better cast? He's, he's like, like yes, please. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best part of those prequels. He, he loves oh, that role. He is the heart of the prequel. He is, he's literally the heart of the prequel. Literally, like, every outtake, he's just, like, smiling and goofing around. He's also, having so much fun. Yeah, he, that's true. I, like, if Phantom Menace, if you watch some of the action scenes, he's, like, jumping off of stuff, and he's just, like, like running back up to do it again. <laughs> but, no, I love the the plot line in Tag of the Clones of him, like, solving that mystery. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a that's cool... That was, that's why I like that. It's like, oh, cool. It's kind of, like, that's true. the that's noir really cool. stuff going on there. Yeah. The Anakin stuff is just terrible. Like, yeah, I told you, I'm almost, I'm almost, like, I'm, I, give me one more month, and then I'll have my covert cut of the prequel movies into one movie. So, get back to me on that. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, favorite Star Wars film out of those ten? Ten? Yeah. Ten. Eight episodes, two anthologies. Yeah, okay. Out of this time. Go, Kennedy. Me? Yeah. I actually really like The Last Jedi. Like, I like the classic ones a lot, but I have a really hard time with whiny Luke. I have a very hard time with him. (laughs) Jordan... Jordan literally just rubbed his heart. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan and I have talked about this, and he has very strong opinions about Luke, and I can't take Luke. But I really, really, really like The Last Jedi. Yeah. Even with the Cantabite scene, I'll like look gloss over that. But it's, got, it's got enough good to overshadow that. I think because it appeals to like, like the film, like filmmaking as a craft. Like it's very beautiful cinematically, yeah. and like there's a lot of cool elements of it. And for that, I was just like, 
I like that we weren't bopping all over the place. Like, the whole story is them just trying to outrun this ship. It's, like, very compact, but also there's, like, a lot going on. I don't know. I really like it. I agree. I love that. Well, no, I can't say Last Jedi because you already said it. Were you going to say Last Jedi? Well, that's if that's your favorite, that's your favorite. Well, pick, pick another one because I know what you, the next one is. Empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Force Awakens. Nah, Empire. It's great. Empire Strikes Back. It's amazing. It's, it's a false so film. Good. It's a perfect movie. It's literally a perfect movie. Jordan has a light in his eyes when you he said does. it's a perfect it's a glint. It's a glint. <laughs> I don't even know what it is about Empire, like why I like it so much, and why it's so distinguished in my mind from A New Hope. And it's obviously distinguished from Return of the Jedi. Yes. Which I still love. A lot. But, I don't know, it's just... How dare you, Kennedy? What'd she say? She just whispered to me, is that the second one? Oh, jeez. By chronology or by release? Yes, by release. release. Okay. No, no, I'm just in my mind trying to picture which one that one is. Okay. Hoth. Okay. Starts on Hoth, ends in the the Cloud City. Okay. That that is... It it ends outside the galaxy at the rendezvous point. And Han, because you're looking at the why, galaxy. This is why you're here. And Han has <laughs> Which been submerged. So ending shot ever. It really is. Han is frozen. And Han's frozen. Okay. Night. Okay, I know where we're. And right. Lando's wearing Han's clothes. We'll never understand why, but he is. There is. It is a long time <laughs> since I've watched all those. I kept watching the first one, and it's really hard for me. To what? You've heard none of that movie. That's all I'm going to be looking at. Lando wearing Han's clothes. It's just at the end. It won't. <laughs> so weird. What is that like? What are they trying to say? I don't know. It's not like exactly Han's clothes, but it's like a very similar, you know, shirt, just <laughs> like a more prominent collar. But vest. it's like if you're watching for like a fifth time, you're like, what's Han's clothes? <laughs> Honestly, I I never even noticed that he was wearing Han's clothes until I watched the Family Guy episode of Empire, and at the end, oh. at the end, uh, Brian's playing Chewie, and I can't remember uh, Mort's playing. Lando and Brian looks over more is like, why are you wearing Han's clothes? And then he looks at the camera, seriously, go watch the movie. He's wearing Han's clothes in this scene. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I, I went and pulled up the movie and was like, oh my gosh, he is. <laughs> so weird. Um, great film. Perfect great. film. New Hope is good too. I just, I, I have problems with Return of the Jedi. How, I mean, how, I mean, how, I don't know. When you have such a good movie like Empire, how do you not have something that's like at least as good or maybe yeah. just a little bit less Return of the Jedi just there's a lot in that I'm just like how did this make the cut like no what exactly know. just I'm the, just curious the yub nub no um, <laughs> the Ewoks the Ewoks are, are they're not good I was about to say fine <laughs> but I can't um, they're not good I, I have problems with the Ewoks I mean this is coming from just a fan like I'll watch Return of the Jedi like like Right now, like I have no problem with it. Yeah. Um, I also I think the ending's anticlimactic for me because I'm like, oh, it's the same thing. But also, the whole confrontation between Emperor Luke and Vader, I never feel like maybe because I I've never seen it without knowing not knowing what the ending is because I thought because you know, when I saw it, I was like I know how this ends. Yeah. But um, I never I don't know I've just never felt tense during that whole sequence. I like the I like the battle between. Luke and Vader in Empire, like, of the, of the original trilogy, like, my favorite scene of the whole original trilogy yeah. is that sequence where they're mm-hmm. fighting. Um, yeah, Empire has such good sequences. The Yoda sequence is great. 
Um, I was so confused when I watched Return of the Jedi. I'm like, wait, where, where are you going back to Yoda? I was like, and I'm like, okay, he has to die, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um, he held out till Luke got there, though. Champion Yoda. Um, how, how old was he? 900. So I thought. Uh, he was born, when was he born? 896 BBY. BBY. What is BBY? Before the Battle of Yavin. Okay. Which is. I, I looked all this up. Yeah, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh! Because the Death Star is. Or not the Death Star, the, the Rebel base is on Yavin 4. Interesting. That's why it's Battle of Yavin. Oh, sorry. Well, so so it's, it's, it's kind of like the birth of Christ. Like everything yeah. before that was before the Battle of Yavin, and everything after is after Battle of Yavin. No, yeah. Although I think it was recently. Is that recognized by everyone in the universe, or is that a fan made thing to tell that's the a, time? As far as I know, it's a fan made thing, but I think it was in. I can't remember what medium it was in like the last year or two it actually established an in-universe calendar interesting and i can't remember what it's called interesting i want to say that um it'd be weird if like in the third movie they're like yeah well it's you know 9 bby and so i was like wait how do you know that yeah, <laughs> that I was having yet. yeah. <laughs> yeah i think i think it's the in-universe calendar is based off of the establishment of the republic which is twenty five thousand years before episode four Wild. See, it's so established like this that something like this works out. That's the thing that I thought when I would get into like, I'm not really into it, but I've been researching it because actually it's really interesting to me. I guess I'm into it. Um, it's like the whole Star Wars mythology it actually like, makes sense and like it all is kind of connected. And yeah. I was looking into it, like, oh, now I get why people are into this because I'm like, this is actually, yeah, this kind of makes it, well, it increases my enjoyment of the movies. Join us. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> well, because then Do you it. can catch up on like small Easter eggs and stuff. Like, yeah. I think that's why so many like comic book fans love Marvel films because they're like, oh, wait, is that, is that Adam Warlock and like yeah. different things like that? Chewie is old too. Yeah, super old. Chewie is super old. Yeah. How old is he? Um, what did he say in Solo? He's, he's like 190? Yeah. That's what they said in Solo? Something like that. So for like Rise of Skywalker, that's going to be like 230 or something? No. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have to do this uh, right now. Like 225. 225? Yeah. Um, my favorite is either Empire or Last Jedi, but it's probably Last Jedi. I love Last Jedi. Weird that none of the prequels made the go. I know how strange. <laughs> um, I mean, still love those. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith is in my top five favorite Star Wars movies. When I originally saw Revenge of the Sith, I didn't enjoy it as much just because I knew, because we had episode two and episode four, we kind of knew what had to happen. Yeah. We're like, okay, Dooku has to die, and again has to become Lord Vader. And I wish Attack of the Clones was darker. Yeah. You could see it. I mean, yes, he killed. I mean, it was- he kills... Kind of dark at the end. Kind of dark at the end. Like the slaughtering of a lot of Jedi yeah. in the Battle of Geonosis. Oh, well, I, I, the first battle. <laughs> uh, the second Battle of Geonosis is a great uh, sub-arc in the Clone Wars series. Really? Yeah. Is that when Mace goes ham on everyone? Mace, Mace always goes ham on everyone. I guess... I mean, what are you talking about? That narrowed down a He's little talking more. about the original... Um, oh, like the Samurai the, Jack style? Yeah, Samurai yeah. Jack. That is not canon. Oh, what? Yeah, and it never was, actually. There needs to be a Mace Windu movie, and well, it needs to be played by uh, Chadwick Boseman. Young Mace. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Or Young... Also, his death is so... I'm still not chill with his death. What's How his he name? died is not Kill- cool with me. Killmonger. 
Michael, um, B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. Why would you just make Black Panther in space? <laughs> um, it basically was, because Wakanda might as well be on another planet. That's true. <laughs> so. I've never really even thought of Wakanda as, like, somewhere on Earth. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Um, but so, yeah, those are our favorite Star Wars films. Those are just good to know. I mean, are Bryce or Mason, do they have? No, those are pre- prequel movies, right? I'm pretty sure they're both up, like, Empire. What if, like, uh, Bryce I know, I know Bryce hates like, Last Jedi. Yeah. What but he, he actually think? gives legitimate reasons for not liking it. And I always understand people's reasons, but for some reason, when I watched it, I was just like, this totally makes sense. This is great to me. Some people were confused by it. I was like, why should, how? Yeah. But I think people, they, a lot more, a lot of people I know have different perspectives of Star Wars than me. Like, you and I both aren't huge fans of Luke. He's not, I mean, I could name five other characters I'm more interested in Star Wars than them. Yeah. Han Solo, uh, this is in ranking. Han Solo, Kylo Ren, Rey, uh, Finn? Vader. Vader. Finn. Jar Jar. Obviously. No, not Obi-Wan. <laughs> Those are all characters I, I like more than, than Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, I watched the original trilogy for Han Solo. Yeah, no, he's, a, he's, he's the best he's, part. Yeah, which... Yeah. Anyway, Poe's great, too. I want to know more of his backstory. I'm excited to see what he how he plays into Rise of Skywalker. Um, what do you think, Rise of Skywalker? How do you think, how do you think it's going to rank for you? I'm... Uh... I'm trying to see into the future through the force. I don't know. Um, which is hard to do. As seen from the prequels, they failed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole Jedi Council. Um, <laughs> I expect it to be my top ever. Yeah. And I, like, I expect it to be really having good. Like, even like later Star Wars movies that come out after it. Yeah. I'm kind of expecting it to even beat those. To be the crown jewel. Really? Yeah. But maybe because the hype for it is really big, kind of like the hype was huge for Endgame. But Endgame lived up to it. I believe that. Yeah. Do you think this will will. have the same hype that Endgame had? Yeah, totally. Totally. It's close. I don't don't think it'll quite meet or exceed, but I think it'll be close. I think it's not fair that the fandom split after Last Jedi. That should be how you count time in Star Wars fandom years. (laughs) Before the Battle of the Last Jedi. Before the Battle of the Last Jedi, because it's literally 50-50. Um, I, I feel like it's not fair that the fandom split and the end game happened, because yeah. it's the end of the Skywalker. It's the end of the, one of the, if not the most iconic... Is your phone okay? Or is that mine? That's the thing. is like, even the Last Jedi haters are going to come back and watch Rise of Skywalker, because it's the end of the Skywalker saga... They want redemption from the last Jedi. They're gonna see it for curiosity. And Palpatine's laugh at the end of the trailer. Yeah. The yeah. distracted boyfriend meme. The which one is amazing. The one video I saw of the guy reacting to it, I Matthew feel McConaughey. No, not no, Matthew. No, the guy who cried. The guy who cried. I feel like no, that is that that same emotion will kind of touch everyone. Because even if you're mad about the last Jedi, you're gonna be like, there's something about that, like the music and everything that you're like, okay. Well, also, okay, come on. I mean, I feel like Rise of Skywalker. For, okay, so here's the thing. J.J. Abrams wrote the at least the outline for Rise of Skywalker before Last Jedi came out. So he had to pitch that to, to Disney and to Lucasfilm before, a month before Last Jedi came out. But did he see Last Jedi before? He did see Last okay. Jedi. So, like a rough cut, he, But he didn't see the, 
audience reaction. So the story we're getting is what his initial reactions off of Last Jedi are. Oh, and I he liked Last Jedi. He did so. like Last Jedi. So see, I like that because I'm. My fear is that they would go back and like try to change things, and I'm like, no, last stand by it. Last Jedi was great. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I'd, I'd be fine if. Um, this is this is the only thing I'd be fine with him changing, is if Ray's parents aren't dead. Uh, and what and what Ring and and Kylo Ren actually saw was a vision of the future, them in their pauper's yeah. graves or whatnot. But if we change it so that her parents are some previous Jedi Force Wilder or anything like that, then it'll tick me off a little bit. Dude, I'm I, Carrie Russell got cast in the film. Mm-hmm. She looks just like Daisy Ridley. So I do. I'm like, there's gotta be maybe sisters. Remind me yeah. of Carrie Russell or. What else she's has she been in? National Treasure. She's the the girl. Yeah. Okay, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They look a little bit. Older. She's a little bit older now, but um, <laughs> by about fifteen years. Um, <laughs> so, I am very pumped for um, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Uh, what is one thing you wish everyone knew about Star Wars? One thing I wish that generally you've met people that are ignorant to one thing in the Star Wars universe. What's the name you wish they knew? Ignorant to one thing. That is hard. <laughs> Let's see. Gosh, there's so many things. Oh. A lot of people don't know that Maul didn't die at the end of episode one. No, yeah, it, that's it's, true. And so when he popped up at the end of Solo, everyone's like, spoiler alert. Uh, everyone's like, "What the heck? How's he back?" And it's like, "This is not, this is not new news. news." He's he was in Clone Wars like ten years ago. He's in Rebels. That's sick when he's in Clone Wars. He's yeah. He's scary. He's as I'll get out the first episode and when as, he has spider legs. As he should be. He's he should be he should be more of a terrifying character. Yeah. Like that's. He's like he's like a horror film character. No, yeah, he's really he is a nightmare basically. Okay, my question for you, which is there, this is a very specific question, and I thought maybe you'd be able to answer it. If you can't, it's not, it's not a big deal. In Empire he Strikes Back... in the face of challenge me. In Empire Strikes Back, what are the odds that C-3PO gives to Han for six, successful navigation through the asteroid field? Oh, it's like 1 in 12,000-something. You're close. No, by a fourth. By a fourth? 3,720 to 1. I feel like something else was 1 in 2,000. Never or 12,000. Never told me the odds. Um, why should people watch the Clone Wars TV series and Rebels? Um, they should watch Rebels because all four seasons is 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Bam! Got Just kidding. That's, that's, oh my gosh. Okay. Kennedy says that. She ended up loving it. Yeah, after we were like three seasons. Okay, I, I will admit... And Clone Wars kind of started this way also. The first season, season and a half of Rebels, it felt like a kid show. Yeah. Like, two of the main characters, they have a very, like, childish relationship where they're always bickering, like, fighting with each other, and it's, and it's like, immature humor that kids would find funny. But then it gets more interesting, the story develops, and then, like, season three and season four are actually, like, a lot more serious. Interesting. And Clone Wars kind of starts out similarly it's not it doesn't feel as kiddie it's just like the first few episodes feel 
kind of lighthearted and whatnot. But by like season three, like I think season three is the second battle of Jesus. No, Geonosis. It's actually like pretty intense. And then I think it's really good. a few arcs after the second battle of Geonosis is the battle of Umbara. And that's easily probably the most intense thing I've ever seen in an animated show. Wow. Because, yeah. It's well really, done. It's really good. Well done. But, yeah. Even, it's absolutely worth having to endure the beginning, more childish moments. Okay, good. Good. Um, maybe I'll Wikipedia the first season, and I'll just go off the second season. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, the Clone Wars, just super entertaining, super fun to watch, really good, especially later on, like, really deep arcs. Totally redeems Anakin from Hayden Christensen's Interesting. destruction really, of the character. That's true, because, like, Jordan had us watch it. It was, like, his choice for the TV series, so we watched that round. And I ended up... I like Anakin so much more as a character, and I feel like you also understand how much easier of a switch he had to the dark side, because I feel like in the third movie, you're kind of like, you're going to turn your back on all these... Like, you've been raised a Jedi, you're going to turn your back on all of this, like, so quickly, just because of, like... You see uh, dreams or, down or whatnot. whatnot, but yeah, you see a lot more in yeah. like kind of his loss of faith in like humanity and in like the Jedi Order and everything. So it's like it's really good. Even as I was young and the prequels were coming out, I didn't care about Anakin that much. I knew I recognized he's kind of a lame character, and I remember I think it was third grade um, for Halloween. I was Obi Wan, and then one of my best friends was Anakin, and I remember thinking were? like, yeah. That's and I remember thinking, like, why are you Anakin? He's, like, kind of lame. But then, yeah, Clone Wars totally redeems him. I think I know who that is. Is that Bryce? I think it is. Surprise entry into the podcast. Bryce Harper. Thank you for coming. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I have now joined the podcast. He, he heard us talking so positively about Last Jedi that he had to come Ooh. as quickly as possible. And so negatively about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I had to come in and balance it out. The Force needed to be balanced. It and did. That's it why The Last Jedi was made, to balance out all the good Star Wars movies. <laughs> Dude, theory, I can, I can get there. Right, so you, you just got here, but get out. <laughs> I do know that half the, I mean, the, the Star Wars fandom is split in half between liking and not liking it, so I feel like that's actually balancing the force. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's a yeah. theory I can get. That's, that's, that's my that's my retcon. That's my uh, what's it called? Minecon or oh, whatever. If I post head cannon, head my, cannon. If I whatever. posted my opinions on the split, I get so many downvotes. I bet. Just do it from yeah. all the haters. Haters gonna hate. So so what positive things have you said about the well, last Jedi? Here's and I'll count well, no, we just talked about how much we like it, and then. Uh, we're just that's but we were just talking about like how freely we can talk about it because you and Mason were. <laughs> like, does Mason, Mason, like Mason likes it. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm the only one who hates it. Mason okay. got in an argument with his coworkers about it. That's hilarious. Because they hate it. So we're gonna have our whole, whole episode them. on the Last Jedi right before Rise of Skywalker comes out. We're gonna have our whole like hour long debate with raising hands and everything and points. Um, wow. Okay. So I'll ask you the questions I've been asking we'll everyone else. We'll have two tables. Let me finish the thought I was on. I oh, was, yeah, yeah. I'm going to some water while that happens. So yeah. yeah. Sorry, viewers. Um, Listeners. Complete, <laughs> Clone Wars re- completely redeems Anakin. Every time I read one of the novels, like I just finished reading, I didn't just finish, but I recently finished reading the Revenge of the Sith novel. Anytime Anakin's in it, which is the whole freaking novel, it's Clone Wars Anakin. It's not Hayden Christensen Anakin. Interesting, that's great. Just because it's so much better that way. That's great. Yeah. It's like his voice, his looks, his demeanor, everything. 
So would you say so with with the pr- trouble with Anakin? Do you blame it on Hayden Christensen or George Lucas? Kind of both. 50 Because George Lucas isn't a great writer or director. He has great vision, great at producing. Yeah. Because, like, look at the Indiana Jones films. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but, but then look at, you know, uh, the prequels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're not great. I love them because they're Star Wars, but they're not great. Isn't it weird that... They, they were a money grab. Yeah. I, I love them. Like, I grew up with them. I honestly love the prequels more than I like The Last Jedi. But I'm very oh. biased in that sense yeah, because I grew up with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you seen like sound bites of like celebrities talking about Phantom Menace when it came out? Mm-hmm. There's like there's a bunch of videos of celebrities coming out of the movie talking about it, and like Shaquille O'Neal's like it's the greatest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 and like people are just like that's the greatest film well, in the last well, ten years. Like just like think about the effects because like the Last Jedi, yeah. maybe the coolest fight you had was the very end between him and Vader. Yeah. In this the last one. Jedi. Sorry, I'm sorry. The the Return of the Jedi. Yes, that's the last of the. Or are you talking three. Revenge of the Sith? Oh, I'm talking the last Return of the original. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. So Return of the Jedi, yeah, the coolest effects we had were maybe like some someone blocking a, a blaster bolt or something. Lightsaber duels weren't all that cool. They were better yeah. than A New Hope by far. Obi Wan and Vader's fight. Mm. Yeah. But then you, you which. which Oh, it's we'll, not canon, but I, I we'll, think there's we'll, 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 we'll get, get, we'll get explanation. To you. Um, but then you, you turn and you go to these these battle droids. Like, whoa, what what is that? These yeah. crazy fights in space. Anakin, like you have like pod races going on. Like they go underwater. Yeah, the Gungans are stupid. Speaking but, of which, now this is podcasting. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't get that joke. He, he wasn't here for that. That was beautiful. It's amazing. Um, and then you have this amazing, amazing fight between Darth Maul and Obi Wan Kenobi and Qui Gon Jinn. And the Duel of Fates to this day is still an epic song. That's the best song to ever come from the Star Wars franchise. Let me tell I think you. so. Yeah, and so I can see well, why people. I can see like why people like theme. it. Yeah. Let me tell you guys a little caveat, fun fact about Eric Coford, our father. One of his favorite. One of our faithful listeners, by the way. Is Hello. Our most and faithful. He's on podcast now. He's on the Pointers Productions podcast network. Anyway. Well, we have to p- pitch that at the end, or like. I'll talk about it before. Little little but um. One of his favorite summertime activities is taking the convertible and driving the Alpine Loop while blasting Duel of the Fates going around the corners going, da, 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 da. <laughs> and he's always like, wouldn't it be such a cool movie? I'm like, it is! <laughs> he loves that. The, we have yet oh, to see, I think, the best Star Wars battle ever. Like, I'm talking... Fan-made ones are pretty cool. Fan-made ones are super sick. Do yeah. fan-made Star Wars like short films are like no. mm-hmm. legit? We mm-hmm. we talked about money. We talked about this in my. Yeah. I mean, like I get it, but yeah. In my film theory class, where there's this theorist who talks a lot about like fandoms and the creators and who has the power over the product. Talk about the author is dead. No, we, we only talked about Star Wars. No, no, the author is dead is a famous essay saying that as soon as it leaves the author's hands, it's not theirs. Oh. It's not theirs anymore. The author is quote unquote dead, and yeah. it is in the hands of the fans. I thought you said like as that was a movie. I'm like, I don't know. What you're oh no, 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 <laughs> no, right. no! It's like kind of the idea that like you have a a studio and everything, and they're trying to keep control of the film or what's happening, but also at the same time you have the fandom shouting loudly and like the fandom producing. Um, products and producing like material and media is their way of claiming it more because they can produce it so massively and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like really interesting to look at like Star Wars and that because the fandom fan made videos 
Like I showed Jordan one. They are amazing. They are so fantastic. Like beautifully shot and oh, like the special effects so are so art. good. And I'm like it's just sitting. I'm like Harrison, we gotta get it on that. Dude, I'm so down to make a Star Wars like whatever. So Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon deals a lot with that. There's a lot of fan made content out there, and they want to make like a really good like 3D Pokemon game. But the people in charge, I think they're Game Freak. Uh, they keep shutting them down left and right with copyright laws. There, oh. there was a. I have, I have an illegal version. Of, <laughs> stick it, stick it to the man. I'm yelling at the microphone. I have an illegal version of like a different Pokemon game, fan made. It's a lot cooler than the OG Pokemon games because they just follow the same really? formula. Really? Yeah, but it's it's that same thing, like creator and licensing versus fan made content. Mm. And the fan made content, at least in Pokemon, is a lot better than what's going on in like with their actual things and so there, there's this battle going on between because they'll put up something people will cling to it they'll make it better and then the lawyers will find out and they'll shut it down and then yeah. the people that's why i have one on my that's why i have a, a copy of my laptop because it's a lot better than the actual games and it's just more hmm, i want to say like intuitive and it's also more like creative than because they just follow a basic formula and these people switch it up and so, like, seeing Star Wars fan fans go off and do their own thing, it's super cool that they do that. Yeah. But I'm always wondering, like, is, is the big bad mouse going to come and, like, wield, you know, wield copyright laws and, like, smack people down with that? Yeah, that's so. true. That's interesting. Yeah. You know what's really cool? Have you ever heard of South by Southwest? Mm-mm. South by Southwest. Is that about Kanye's kid or something? South by Southwest. Um, that's hilarious. No, um, South by Southwest is a film festival. It's a culture festival. So it's an arts festival. Mm-hmm. They have concerts there. They have movies premiere there. So like last year, Us premiered there. The year, oh, two cool. years before that, Baby Driver premiered there. Mm-hmm. But whenever they have stuff there, they have people from around the world send in fan art. So like at the Us world premiere, they had like this whole like floor of the theater full of like posters and like different art that people made just based off the trailer. Dang, that's and like, cool. say, they, like, they do the same thing with, like, Baby Driver and the different Edgar Wright movies and stuff like that. See, I think stuff like that is cool. You yeah. gotta build up what the fans make because, yeah. like, they're the ones who like your stuff. Well, exactly. Th- think about how different... If, if Star Wars copyright laws lapsed, think about all the amazing spinoffs we would get. Oh, all gosh. the amazing artwork. I, I, I saw something online about, like, Star Wars, but it was set in, like, a Mexico. And, like, Darth Vader, like, his helmet looked like one of those um, skulls from Day of the Dead. Oh, like, so, so that's did, amazing. Yeah, and so did, like, all the stormtroopers. Uh, like, you had all these, and, like, I saw another version of Darth Vader where it's, like, a biker. Like, this oh, biker. Cool. Like, th- think of all the different spinoffs we could get. Because, yeah. like, Star-, Star Wars is really just, uh, what would you call it, a Western? It's a Western it and a samurai film. Sa- samurai film, yeah, but it has space wizards. But like, but like, think about exactly. all, all the different amazing like fan literature, fan fan film, or whatever, yeah. fan created content that we could get if we didn't have copyright. Amazing, yeah, yeah. But I understand why copyright's there because it's you know yeah, people want to yeah. profit. But the same but also time. when you have this thing that's profiting so much, it's kind of hard to be like. Midbrow has its own Sympathetic. Uh, copyright over the word midbrow. But, um, Do we really? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> In our domain. Um, so, Bryce, I'm going to bang out some of these questions with okay. you that I've already asked Kendi and Jordan, and I've answered them myself. Are these Star Wars-related questions? These are all Star Wars-related okay. questions. Okay, um, let's see if I'm ready. What was your first personal experience of Star Wars? Episode one. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep, the, the prequels. You fondly? Oh, yeah. It was super cool. Watched the cartoons. It was. Played the games. We'd go out in a field behind my house, and we'd all bring out our, our imaginary lightsabers and, like, kill a whole bunch of, like, it's battle droids and stuff. It was Aww. awesome. And, and then, and then only after that, I went through and I dug out the old Star Wars videos we had in my family's house, and I watched those. Yeah. 
So, super oh, cool. cool. Yeah. It's so weird how I didn't think the prequels were bad until, like, my senior year of high school. And it was not bad, but I was just like, oh, these aren't as great as I remember them. Because when I was growing up, I was like, these movies are the ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the writing's pretty, I'll, I'll be honest, the writing's pretty awful. The, the, the dialogue. The outline is amazing. Mm-hmm. The green screening in episode one. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> in all those sequences, whenever you have Padme talking to someone, they're just walking through empty caverns of green screen, and you can tell that the actors like are like, Mm-hmm. What is this? I can't because they're not looking at yeah. any of the beautiful scenery around them. Yeah. What is it about Star Wars that's so awesome for you? <sighs> to me, it's all about the Force because I, I think I think one of the reasons why Star Wars is so impactful is because it hits a lot of universal truth. Yeah, man. And and that's and people because truth is truth is truth, right? Yeah. And so people hear that truth and it resonates with them. Whatever whatever like disguise it's wearing. It's still truth. Yep. And so people resonate with the force. They resonate with good versus evil. Although there's a lot of gray, which is a reflection of our, our shift in morals. Yep. Morals, because there's a lot of gray going on with the gray Jedi and that kind of stuff. Like back in the day, the force was a religion. It was all about the, trying to align yourself with the force or, in my opinion, God's will. It's an yep. analogy for God's will. And if you're able to align yourself with that. So for me, the reason I think why stars are so popular is because it's, well, it's about ragtag heroes and it's about like, it hits a lot of universal truth. Totally. Yeah. Totally. What is your favorite Star Wars film and why? If he says Rogue One, so help me. Hey, Rogue oh, Rogue great. One's great. Rogue One is Rogue One is Rogue One I set myself up for so much hate in that. No, it, it is so good. Down vote. But, but I mean, Rogue One in the in the tent isn't, you know, top five for me, but it is fantastic. Yeah. It's I a slow burn at first. I like Solo more, it's, but it's, I like I like. I think I need to rewatch it because the whole time I was watching it, my mom was sitting next to me and she was like, "I don't understand what's happening." Gosh, I was just like, and my I was just like, and we went to see it. They're like, "Wait, when does this take place?" I'm like, "It's like right before Episode Four. Come on, this should be right up your alley, guys." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. literally has Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah, I heard that that's what the movie they're gonna make because I heard about Rogue One right when I left my mission. I didn't think it was, was gonna like, be good. Oh no, I thought I was yeah. like, "This is my movie." Yeah, that's why I thought I was like, "This oh, would be really? amazing." I was like, "Heist movie? Heck yeah!" Yeah, and then I and it didn't really live up to what I. Would have made it, but uh, I mean, nothing will. But like, it was still <laughs> not so that. Just like, wait you make well, it. Well, no, no, no. Just like my personal uh, taste for it. What's that? What's that box up there? Way to distract us. That is the it's a Star Wars box. Uh, that's the Darth Vader figure in the Troy got for me in Tokyo. Oh, that's oh cool. Amazing. Okay, anyway, he just right. brought it back you, for you Jordan. Got, you guys are not gonna like my answer. But I, I think I know what it is. Do you? Okay, what's your guess? Empire. No. What? I was gonna say he's not gonna. <gasps> I've only seen I've only seen the 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 original three maybe once or twice because I don't have them, so I've only seen them. You can twice. borrow them. I will. I'd love. To. I will give you all three of them. I'll let you borrow. Okay. Them. We should have a watch. We should watch. Yeah, them it's gonna Revenge of the Sith. Do my eyes convey disappointment? They do. They convey enough. a lot of disappointment, <laughs> and not for the reason you think. I really like Revenge of the Sith because of like the the relationship between Anakin and Obi Wan. Even if they didn't portray that very well in the film, in my head, I portrayed it excellently. The prequels in theory are amazing. Yeah. Quick yeah. plug for the Revenge of the Sith novel. It's seriously heartbreaking really? how they describe the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Maybe you should read that. Like, I, I, it, I, it's yeah, yeah. Like, you borrow it? Sure. I yeah. think I might have read it. I've read, I've read a version of it before. Because like, right at the very beginning, it's talking about... like. The whole galaxy's in panic because the holonet just broadcast that the Supreme Chancellor was abducted by Grievous. They're like, oh no, Grievous is a big bad. He'll, he'll kill him for sure. But then like all the kids are like, it's okay, Mom and Dad. 
the the team's going after it, and the team is what they all call Obi Wan and Anakin because they're like the go to guys. And then and they would and then it would talk about they there'd be like schoolyard fights of who would be who would win in a fight, Anakin or Obi Wan. And the, then they'd like duke out like no Obi Wan, no Anakin. Then it'd say at the end of the fight they'd also be like they'd laugh and be like doesn't matter they never fight each other anyway. Would that okay? Wouldn't I, that opening be amazing? Like so like yeah. so like title crawls. You go down onto what planet would this be? Probably Coruscant. Coruscant. Yeah. And you go to the and then you're just going into the and then you're just watching this scene of these kids like on their like Jedi jungle gyms whatever it is JJJ. Um, <laughs> and it, you have that whole pulled out and then and then you have like you have like the Star Wars like theme play after that and then you go over to where Anakin and everyone are. That's just like the yeah. premonition for that. Would that would be so a killer yeah, opening. Yeah. No, like, I seriously read that and I just like put the book down and just like sat there for like five and just like, wow. And imagine like, Jordan at 4 I don't get emotional about things, but that I was like, wow. Jordan <laughs> like, at 4 that hits hard. on the front runner reading that and then he just is like, this movie was a cultural event for me too I remember like everyone was talking about what was going to happen and then like as soon as it happened we were all heartbroken Anakin betrayed the force betrayed everyone and then like which is why I never liked games. it that much because yeah. I knew that had to happen. Because yeah. it's like, yeah. here's episode four, here's episode two. Yeah, you have to know, yeah. yeah. But, but I remember I have a video, I still have the video game for the Xbox. It's it's You go through and you replay the journey as either Anakin or Obi-Wan. Oh, and I remember gosh. I remember playing against, because the very end, the final boss is Anakin or Obi-Wan, depending on who you're playing as. Yeah, that's and, really cool. I actually didn't even know that. Yeah, awesome. oh, it's such a good game too. And like, I think, I think it, yeah. what, what year did it come out? 2006. 2006? Okay, so I was 15. No, no, sorry, 2005. <gasps> I, was fi- I was 15 or 14. So, when did you so move in, to my, in my brain, this was, this was like, this was pinnacle. Like, yeah. Oh, so good. So that's probably my favorite. No, that's the one that had the most impact. I love, I love Solo, actually. I love Solo. And I, love Solo. I, I love Rogue One. I love Rogue One. Yeah, and they don't have a lot of Jedis in there, so... <laughs> You don't like Force Awakens? They're, they're exactly. I thought the For- Force Awakens had too many callbacks to the OG ones. There's an entire universe, and they happen to find the Millennium Falcon, and there just happens to be everything revolving around the same family. Understand? Like, well, the yeah. Force does work in mysterious ways. That it does. Everything is as the Force wills it to. I, I just feel like the galaxy's so huge. Give me different stories. I want. I want to hear about everything else. Hey, yeah. I after, think that's what they're going for. After, after, we, after, yeah. these. after we get done, I'll tell you my outline for my own dream Star Wars okay. trilogy. It's really All right. cool. I'll, I want to tell you about what the prequel <coughs> should have been. I'll tell you that after. Okay, good. Um, and we'll talk about that during our prequel episodes too. Um, that's I, uh, most of the questions were made for him, so that's actually good that uh, we got through yours. But what is your what's your favorite like? Jedi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Really? Oh, man. Oh, easy peasy, man. I he, love, he is the OG. I love Obi-Wan, but Mace Windu is my dude. He's trying too hard to be edgy. He's not an edgelord. No, okay, edgy in the sense of like... <laughs> I don't know. I just, Obi-Wan's good for the sake of being good. Yeah, he's Mace Windu's supposed I, I to that. be rough around the edges. Because it, it talks, actually talks about this a little bit in the because of the, the type Sith of book. force he uses or the type okay. of lightsaber he uses, he can channel dark energy and reflect it back. That's his. That's the that's the form of lightsaber combat he himself developed and mastered. Oh, uh, okay. And it, it, it takes it takes the the dark emotion in him because he himself is like innately kind of like an angry, kind of dark side oriented person, but he doesn't want to be like that, and so he uses that and you know channels it for good. So he's like the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. Mace as a Hulk, he turns into a purple Hulk. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So he's supposed cool. to be like, you know. All right, I don't hate him. The, I don't hate the, him. But compared to Obi Wan, he, he's no Obi Wan. He's my boy. Yeah. He's my they boy. Sent Mace is really cool. Oh. They, they sent Obi Wan to kill Grievous for a reason. You mean Mace Windu to kill Grievous for a reason? Huh? You said Obi Wan. It's okay. Tell me, tell me. Obi Wan actually. Grievous. I was thinking Sidious. I apologize. <laughs> Cut all that out. Jordan turned to you like. It's just like. Betrayed the force. You literally said Mace Windu killed Grievous, and I'm like. That's your favorite movie? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell us right now what your, how the prequel should have been? Um, I mean, sure. It's not like we can remake them or anything. Sadly. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so one of my roommates, um, just to paint the picture here, uh, big guy, engineering major, you know, pretty chubby guy. Yeah, he sense. Shaved his head. Um, he oh, go, wow. go by the name of Swaggy J. Okay. Hilarious guy. He sounds like it. You would hope so. Oh, with, yeah. With all of that. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great guy. He sat me down one time. He was like, Bryce, let me tell you a story. And this is how the people should have been. Have you heard and, the tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've, since then, I've adopted, I've adopted this theory. Instead of Obi-Wan and Anakin being um, apprentice and the learner or whatever and the master, they should have been brothers. They should have, like, not like brothers, brothers, but they should have been, like, best, best friends. Yeah, they were. But, um, I'm, but like, without the discrepancy. <laughs> no, 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 but what you're saying is that in the prequels, they're not necessarily... Oh, like, like they're both Jedi Anakin, Jedi Anakin, Anakin, yeah. Anakin seems at odds with Obi-Wan basically throughout the entire prequels, which kind of makes it hard yeah. for the heartbreak part, which yeah. I understand. Yeah, like, so he, he was saying that they, they, should, they should just be, like, best friends. They're both in the Jedi Academy or wherever. Like, at the same right. time. Like, they should have been equal. Sa- same age, same thing, and they're both going through, and they both help each other out. Like, the whole thing's going on. Mm. And... Maybe you guys will hate this, but I think it'd be super cool if, like, uh, Padme... So Padme gets involved and everything, but she starts going for Obi-Wan more than Anakin. And then there's this whole, like... Well, you would trust Obi-Wan more, wouldn't you? Cause yeah. Because Anakin's killed people. Yeah. And so it's, right. it's, like, it's like this whole this whole dynamic of these brothers going going through, and, like, she's, she's into him, and then, like, Obi-Wan's kind of oblivious, but Anakin gets super jealous. Yeah. Because of his jealousy towards Obi-Wan, that's what calls him to the dark side, because he wants. He wants that, and so he wants that power, and so he starts slowly, like, increasing in that to, like, become the better better swordsman or the better whatever. And obviously, he's the chosen one, so he, he has natural more force force inclinations and force abilities, but he's still jealous because he can't win Padme's affection. And so he starts doing all these things until eventually he sells his soul to the dark side in order to think some, I don't know, misguidedly think that he can win Padme's affection. And he does for a moment, but then she sees through him real quick. And then, you know, that's how they conceive and everything. And then everything's going to say, pop. Where does that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't She's know. Like, he, oh he, he was just kind of saying this, but like, you're not I thought Obi-Wan. it was really cool. I thought you were Obi-Wan this whole time. I mean, I would have made, I would, you know how there's that team up scene in Lost Jedi with Rey and uh, Kylo Ren? Uh-huh. So that scene, I would have made something to the, to the tune of that with Obi-Wan and Anakin in episode two. So you build that friendship. Yeah. You have them like, See, that's basically what the whole Clone Wars series is. Oh, it's team ups like that. That's sick. With those two. Have you, have you guys seen the... Um, I know, Jordan, you have. That's not a question. Yeah. Harrison, have you seen the trailers for um, Knights of the Old Republic with the, two, with the two brothers in that? No. That's what I want in the prequels. I'll show you afterward. I saw that, and I was like, I want a movie 100% just off of this. That's off sick. of these two guys. It is, it, is, it is beautiful. That's sweet. I like yeah. that idea of them being equals, because... They, like, say they had this bond and that they're brothers and stuff. And Anakin does become a Jedi. Like, he's not an apprentice anymore. 
And so then they're, like, literally on equal footing because of the same, like, rank or whatever. But I agree. Like, it would have been nice to have seen them grow up together because there is always this thing of, like, Obi-Wan has more authority, mm-hmm. you know? So I agree. And Anakin is always you just kind of, like, whiny because he keeps disobeying. Keeps yeah. disobeying Obi-Wan. And then he's kind of like, well, we should do this. Oh, my master says we can't do that. And as, as opposed to, like, these two guys who are just trying to, like... Whatever, I don't have to listen to you. You're not, you're not, you're not my better. Like, yep. yeah. just go off, and then it's like, ah, oh, you're an idiot, and he has to go off and help him and save him and stuff like that. So yeah, I kind of like that idea. But I don't know how how it is in the Clone Wars series. So not like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> any last words for this uh, first episode of Star Wars? Are there any more questions? No, that's Jordan that's all really I, that's, wants questions. That's all I prepared for this one since it's one of like many. By the way, Bryce, not all episodes from here to Christmas are going to be Star Wars based, but Did you just we're, turn we're it off? sprinkling it through. No, no, no. I'm just oh, making okay. sure you know. I already said this at the beginning. But we're, not, we're just sprinkling Star Wars until Rest, uh, Rise of Skywalker comes out. Okay. So this is the first one. Can, so can I, can, can can I ask like, you, why do you think Star Wars is so big? Okay, we had this conversation. Did you guys already talk about this? Yeah. Oh, okay, we don't so, have to react to this. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We already did it for the listeners. I don't want to be bored. Well, maybe you have some thoughts on it because we're thinking about Star Wars is probably the most widely, besides Marvel, which has probably come past it in mm-hmm. general public, but that's just because Marvel's heyday is now and Star Wars has been over yeah. decades. Um, we're talking about how uh, it's just a lot more widely acceptable than like anything else. It's a little bit more niche. Like, also, I think Lord of the Rings, their fandom began with books. Then mm-hmm. the movies came out. Then they got more fandom, but but still, it's kind of it comes from the the words on the page. Yeah. With Star Wars, it was a movie first, and it's movies, but yeah. it has books because of the movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That everyone can get to that th- that through line a lot easier. And also, as opposed to the MCU, it has all this all these years of literature to base itself yeah. off of. Yeah. And then going to that, like George Lucas, I don't know, he whipped something magical. Yeah. Out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and I think it's because of what we talked about earlier, the universal truths. Yep. And I also think it's because it's about the underdogs. Everyone feels like an underdog. Everyone feels like they're, they're fighting against something bigger than themselves. He's a lot of symbolism with the stormtroopers. Uh, for example, like, they're, they're white on top of them. They have black underneath, yeah. like, symbolizing, like, that initially they seem good. But they're not. And they're, they're not, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I, another genius point that he did is he said it in space. Yeah. It's not in someone's country. It's not in Vietnam. It's not in America. It's not in Africa. But it's it's somewhere they say against. What was that? Nothing someone could naysay against. But yeah. also somewhere that you could put yourself because... Because it doesn't because exist. Because in yeah. your mind, no, no one else you know is from there. Yeah. yeah. You could be there. Anyone could be there because yeah. it's somewhere else, right? It's yeah. an else world. And also the, the inclusion of aliens, making it different. It's not just like white people going on this adventure or uh, people of color. It's aliens, you know. As far yeah. as I know, racism isn't a thing there. Like well, They're critics of the uh, Fallen Order video game that's coming out that would say different. Because the main character is just a white guy. They're like, hmm. okay. this is stupid. Yeah, well, people, people are always going to fuss. More unfounded hate, just like Last Jedi hate. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're just waiting for anything now. Yeah. yeah. And then I think another thing that people really enjoy is the fact that, like, their magic or, like, their technology is not new. Yeah. Um, like, I take Star Wars versus Star Trek. Star Trek is, a, like, a utopia con, right? Yeah. Whereas Star Wars is, like, I'm going to say... Uh, magic is mundane. Yeah. As a, I'm, not, I'm not counting uh, like their their level of technology is almost equal to magic in our eyes, but it's mundane. It's like paying bills. It's like paying taxes. It's like mm-hmm. oh man, I have to take out the trash again. Oh man, I have to fly the Millennium Falcon again. Like it's nothing. It's nothing fantastic. Like it's been around for a while and it's degrading, which is really cool because you can. It's easy to put yourself in there and it's easy to give um, your your heroes like some some sort of easy problem in order for them to overcome that as well. 
And, uh, and I'm not even talking about the whole religion-based thing with, with the Force, with the Jedi, which is genius. Um, because as we did talk about, like, it, it really bases on good versus evil, light versus dark. Huge symbols that almost anyone can attach themselves to and almost anyone can relate with and yeah. then, then put themselves in there, right? Yeah. So, oh, just just brilliance. As far as the writing thing goes, he probably just took all the myths all over the world and just found, found the common themes and bam. That's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. Any, it's crazy. any other last words from you guys? And it is amazing. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Thank you. Thank you for guys listening, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're not sure exactly what we're talking about. I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about Stranger Things. Hopefully everyone's done about that. <laughs> I'll have to watch them. Yeah, so if you haven't watched Stranger Things, if you've listened to this, make sure you have, or just put off the next episode until we're done. Thank you, and adios.